Here Hello goes. and welcome Woo-hoo. to the Categorically Romance Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And today and- we have fellow get fellow podcasters with us. We have we read it one night. Please introduce yourselves for us. I'll go first. Hi, I'm Allison. Um, and I'm one half of We Read It Road Night that I do with my sister. And I'm Rachel. Hi. Yay, we're so happy. This is our first crossover. First crossover. It's very exciting. And you two are like a big deal. Like you have you have some huge numbers. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. So tell us all the details. Like tell our listeners all about your podcast. And we always are fascinated by like what inspired you to start your podcast. Yeah. Was there something that you wanted to hear that you weren't seeing? Like, tell us all the background details. Yeah. So both of us, yeah, both of us were like really big readers as kids, but kind of just like stopped reading for fun, but for most, the most part, like in college and after. Um, and then during the pandemic, Allison, you like Started to join a book club, and one of your friends suggested, um, "Was it the Duke and I?" No, it's the Viscount right? who loved the me. Viscount who loved me. She's Julie like, Quinn. "Oh, this Netflix series is coming up. Let's read Bridgerton." And so, and- yeah, you read that, and then like for the next like month, it was like you were just like reading like twenty four seven. And I was like, "Allison, what are you doing? Like, I need to be entertained. Like, this is like we're in a pandemic. Like, you don't, I don't have time for this." And you were like, "Okay, well, here, like, you have to try this. You have to try it." And then I like read, like, I mean, I I guess I'd read like. I don't even know like if I'd read like a, a full on like romance genre romance. We like, read Twilight, that. you know, yeah, like and you know like and like Jane Austen and whatnot. But I read that and I was like, oh, I get it. Like, and we just both like got so into it. And then like I don't know, it was just like binging like book after book after like not really. Um, and then I was like- I was possessed by like the ghost of my middle school self. Like I, I truly entered some sort of fugue state during the pandemic really? after discovering romance novels. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was wild. And now it's like, you know, the first year we were, I was reading them with my eyeballs, and I think Rachel was too. And now we're audiobook gals, except for category romance, which is like Yay! I was like I, I was like sitting on the couch today and I like you know, enter. I was in the zone, and then I looked out, and I'd read like fifty pages, and I was like, "What is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't read this fast with anything else but category <laughs> romance." <laughs> I wish we could get more category on rom- um on audio. Like, there are certain authors, like yeah. Lynn Graham, if she puts out a presents novel, it's probably on audio, and I don't know if she's mm. funding that herself. It's really weird. Like, we yeah. don't get a ton of category on audio but there like there's tons of blazes there's a lot of nocturnes like a lot of the old I hate to say old school because it's not that long ago but like (laughs) a lot of the older stuff you can it's so weird how like I don't know they haven't tapped into that audiobook market yeah yeah so I'm like I feel like yeah (laughs) I feel like people would like I would especially because you know they'd be like five hours you know they'd be sit down in an afternoon or like a grocery trip you know yeah. finish yeah. an audiobook it'd be great yeah, okay so y'all weren't romance readers before the pandemic or were you not really I think it was I think I mean and we've we talk about this a little bit on our podcast sometimes too it was the whole like not like other girls internalized mm-hmm. misogyny like romance is for dumb slutty girls or, or what have you um and that was like 10 years of us just not reading because we didn't allow ourselves to read romance, which is like the genre that we like the most and are yeah. most interested in. You yeah. know, I was like trying to read sci-fi and I was like, this is nice, but like, I don't, I only care about the kissing parts in the subplot. Right? And I, I know. Yeah. Re- refused to acknowledge why that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was really like March 2020 was the, the beginning of the end and the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. I mean, Aaron and I both came to romance late too. I think there's something really special. I mean, you feel like you have a lot of playing catch up to do. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there are so many books that I'm like, okay, I need to read all these books that the friends were like stealing from their mom, all the Danielle Steels yeah. and stuff. But like, we did have Danielle Steele. <laughs> I, yeah, our grandma read a lot of Danielle Steele. So like sometimes I would page through those in her room, but like, I don't know. It was yeah, back, way back. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so y'all both start. Yeah. Okay, so you read Twilight. You read Twilight? Yeah, we were big oh, Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> like when it was oh, yeah. coming out. Like big Twihards. Yeah. Okay. Um, you especially. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm, I yeah, watched I, the movies, but I've never read the books. So oh, really? I, <laughs> uh, I love the books. I think I still love them because of an element of nostalgia. So I don't know if I'm going to recommend that you read them now because there's also just a lot of yikes. Yeah. In the <laughs> Jake, I, bought them. I bought all of them one day at like books yeah. a million when I lived in Georgia. And I was just like, at that time in my life, I was like, well, I've seen all the movies. <laughs> After yeah. like $90 oh on books. But like, I had a friend, like she's one who introduced me to Kindle and she would like sit on um, like the law enforcement dispatch desk, like just reading these books. She's like, you have to read yeah. them. They're so good. And I'm like, but they I've are. seen the movies. I just feel like I felt like the book was going to ruin no. The movie for me. <laughs> no, I feel like it'll be. I don't know. I mean, I. I, I think you'll have actually, fun. It might, fun. It, might, it might just because there's like even more to be like. I don't know, but yeah. they are fun. <laughs> well, like, I remember. Yeah, so like you had the book, and then I like I took it from your room, and I was like reading the back, and like so I didn't know anything about it other than like the back cover was like Edward was a vampire, and I was in love with him. And so when I was reading it, the first boy that's introduced that Bella meets is Eric, who's like her nerdy friend, and he's described as like a pimply chess club type. And I literally like at that. <laughs> point like I think I just somehow like already had the like innate like expectation that like oh the first like you know non-woman that we meet will be the love interest somehow non-dad and so I was like wait like this is supposed to be the hot vampire like what is this like I don't know if I can read this Allison and you were like no no like you're good <laughs> like just keep, keep, going. <laughs> keep going keep going keep going keep <laughs> going yeah it's great but okay so then we fast forward to yeah the world is a shit show Yes. There's a book club involved, Julia Quinn. Yeah. So are we like we're we're going hard on historical romance for a while or what happened? Yeah, it was Bridgerton. It was like Bridgerton. And then I started reading some of Julia Quinn's backlist, but I wasn't a big fan. And then I moved on to like Lisa Claypas and um, Eloisa James is actually oh. um, uh, she was my advisor in college, um, obviously under her like real name, Mary Bly. Um, but I felt weird reading her books when I was in school because I was like, I don't want to read a sex scene that you've written and then yeah. like come into class the next day and be like, hey, <laughs> Professor Bly. So I didn't read her until later. But yeah, I was like, I was like all the greats like Sarah McLean and Tessa Dare and yeah, all of them. So then how does the podcast happen? <laughs> That was all, uh, Allison. Yeah, it was all. You I know, you I like, texted her out of the blue, and I was like, "Want to start a romance podcast?" And then, <laughs> and then like, six we months just... later, six months later, we actually did it. But yeah, I just I listened to like a I was listening to a bunch of romance podcasts, you know, like especially the big one, you know, heaving bosoms and dated mm-hmm. mates, and you mm-hmm. know, and then like finding some of the smaller ones as well, like your guys's. And I was like, "This is a lot of fun." And Rachel and I talk about this anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And well. the crazy thing yeah. is, is like. I was chatting with Aaron one day. I was like, so somebody posted like this whole thread on Twitter of romance podcasts. And I was yeah. like, holy crap. Like, you know, like the big ones. And yeah, I, I feel like the small ones, like they're, you know, there are kind of the groups that kind of find each other and then begin supporting each other. And you think that's it. But I was like, oh man, there's actually a ton of us out yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I was like scrolling through our list. It took me like five minutes to get to the bottom of that list because we were tagged yeah. in it too. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, there's like paranormal podcasts. Like we are out yeah. here. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Anything you so, want, you can find on Romance Podcast yeah. Landia. <laughs> Has the podcasting changed y'all's reading at all or like how have the two kind of joined together? Like the reading, the podcasting, how do y'all make it work? Yeah. I feel like (laughs) for you, no, I feel like Rachel, like if anything, it changed your reading habits a little bit more than it did mine. Well, it's just like hard to take notes on a book and like be fully immersed in it at the same time. So I feel like the books that I like doing the most are the ones that I've like already read and enjoyed. And then when I do it again for the podcast, like I don't have to be, it's hard to be like as fully immersed in the story while you're like stopping to take notes or you know or when you have to like pay attention to every detail at least like for me like that's just how I I don't know it's how I've always been it's why audiobooks are so nice because I can like walk instead of like I I always find when I'm like sitting and reading something that I'm trying to like retain every bit about I take notes on like way way too much and it just like takes forever yeah yeah Yeah. it's so annoying even like so I just (laughs) finished law school and even for that like I would make myself like read on the treadmill and just like walk like you know slowly but like with the book there so that I could couldn't like have yeah like a pencil 
yeah well, congratulations on finishing law school yes, congratulations yeah. but yeah so well, Aaron was yeah. telling me he was like you all are huge on like social media and the TikTok and so <laughs> tell us about that like how did that y'all started the podcast and then it was like because I know you do like research if you're a new pod if you're somebody listening and you wanted to get to podcasting that yeah. is something you see like a lot of advice is like you mm-hmm. have to use social media to kind of boost your content so how did this all happen? The yeah. TikTok, the reels, y'all's reels are so good. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> the reels are just, I just like, I don't know. I just like thought they were funny and I just made like, we just kind of started making them. And then now obviously Instagram is like, everyone must make reels or, yeah. you know, die or whatever. Uh, but the TikTok <laughs> is all Rachel. So I'm going to let Rachel talk. No, yeah, so, Cause so, like I'm not involved in the TikTok. The reels is all you. And I was, I like would like go, you know, watch videos on TikTok like before and like you know send you, like spam you with like 20 in the middle of the night like I would wake <laughs> up with like 74 TikToks to wake to watch every morning <laughs> and then you were like you should make a TikTok for the podcast and I was like I okay like I can but like I have no idea how to make videos and then we just had like I don't know we made one about like cake at Cheesecake Factory that did well and I was like oh okay and then like nothing from <laughs> and then like Honestly, the most of the ones we do are like the seven second text ones where like it's too much text for people to read. So then it loops. So you get more views. Like that's what I think. So the first one I did was like most of them have nothing to do with romance, to be totally honest with you. Like they're just like stream of consciousness, like procrastination method for me. (laughs) But I put I'll like pin a comment that's like, check out our romance podcast. And I think it has helped. We were permanently banned from TikTok for six weeks. Um, Very, it was very traumatic for me personally. It was like out of the, yeah, we had like two videos get taken down for like hate speech and bullying because I the think, by twelve got year old boys, yeah. yeah. And then we got permanently banned, quote unquote. And after emailing them for like six weeks straight, they finally sent us an email that was like, "Sorry about that. We checked, and there are actually no community guidelines violations. Your account's back." Like woohoo! So, they were like, yeah. "You were banned for being under thirteen yeah. years old." Oh, that's old. the thing. Right, right. What? We were, I was right. Like, like, yeah. I was like, is my skincare routine really that great that I look like a child? Yeah. So we're back. <laughs> yeah. It's just like fun facts and stuff, right? Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of it. Wow. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fun and not fun at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. So are you like, do you all just, I don't know. I find people that do like TikTok in the reels. I find it so fascinating because I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm that creative. I feel like I love like saving the sounds and I'm like, one day I'll find an idea that kind of goes with this. So for anybody that's listening, like what advice do you have for them? Because people, I think it's really intimidating if you don't know what you're doing. So like, how do you think people should ease into like using that space. Cause like you said, especially with Instagram, if you're not doing reels, like Instagram itself does not care about your photos. And it's crazy because it started out as a photo app. Right. (laughs) And like you started to have to take it in the moment on Instagram. Like you couldn't even edit it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, What I hate about Instagram is that it started, like I think of Instagram as like, I go there to see people I know for the most Mm -hmm. part still, you know, and, but now they're just like pushing. It's like every other post Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, well here's like this random person you've never heard of. Here's like an ad, like here's Mm -hmm. just like all over the place. Yeah. You, you can turn off recommended posts. You can snooze them for 30 days now on your feed. And so that's what I did. So I still get ads. We Mm -hmm. still get ads, but like, I don't see random people that I don't follow. (laughs) So that's good. How do you think of this stuff for the reels, Allison? Because like, I, yeah, I don't really, I I also find it hard to think of stuff for the sounds. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just like go down the list of safe sounds and like listen to them. A lot of it is like, I just like watch reels and I get recommended like romance and bookstagram reels and so I like see what other people are doing and a lot of times that I'll either like you know not to not plagiarize most they're not plagiarized but I'll be like oh that's a fun idea I'll do like a twist on it or it'll just like I'll be like oh that's a sound and then I I feel like once you kind of start doing them your brain starts to it's hard to turn it off come up yeah Yeah, I'll be like it I'll be like going to bed my brain will be like hey that sound that you saved today that that was this would be a really fun idea (laughs) I was like I'm trying to sleep yeah yeah yeah, for also sure. animals, like, cute animals do very well. Like, oh so yeah, that we got a yeah. cat yes. recently. We adopted a cat, and her she's really boosted the profile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I saw one of those recently. It's immediate <laughs> like on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. 
she's not so happy with them, but like, you know, she's that so makes cute. it even better. Yeah. <laughs> she's so grumpy. She hate she hates us right now. She has pink eyes, so we have to like wrestle her twice a day to do her eye drops, oh, and no. she's so mad. She's, <laughs> she's she forgets eventually, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So um, has the how do you all feel like you connect? with your listeners like has social media helped bring more people to the podcast and like how do you because I think one of the reasons that we all podcast is you want to connect with other people who like the thing that you like but it can be really hard at the same time like you're just talking out in the void and then there'll be like months where it feels like you don't hear anything back and then you may receive an email Mm -hmm. and it's like oh somebody's listening so how how do you all feel like you connect with the people that listen yeah I feel like it's mostly through our Instagram DMs that we get like messages and we've had like a few loyal people that have Mm -hmm. sort of, I guess, just discovered us randomly from the beginning. Shout out to Emily and Evie. I won't say your full names, but (laughs) they're the most frequent DM sliders. Um, Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, we we don't get like a ton of people DMing Mm -hmm. us, but it is nice. Like there's definitely a few people that are pretty loyally like, you know, sending in recommendations and yeah. Like leaving comments and and sharing and that kind of stuff, so it's nice. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you just you just have to like it's all word of mouth, you know. Like social media yeah. only goes so far. It has to. It's yeah. mostly like people mm-hmm. recommending to their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like we have our two. We have, and they're in Australia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Love that. <laughs> so they're like a day ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We get one yeah. for sure that like will email us like at the end of the month, the books club, this is what I read. And then a friend mm-hmm. on Instagram who will just like repost, oh my God, there's a new episode. And it's always like, oh my God, there's two people that listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we get tagged, like it's been like a handful of times we'll like tag in a story that's like, oh, I'm listening to the new episode. And I just like, I was like, this made my week. This is my whole, yeah. I'm done for yeah. the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. That one person who was like, oh, we're, like, we're on a road trip and like listening to this. It's like, wow. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I feel yeah. like we've made it like we've made the road trip playlist (laughs) right I don't know I think that like all of the romance podcasts because I so I'm a history major so I always think Mm. about like 20 years from now right I'm just like we're all contributing so much because I don't really feel like romance in an academic sense has really been studied that much so Mm -hmm. whether you're listening to like a podcast that's reviewing or interviewing or whatever I just feel like what we all do is just so cool and so important and I'm just like I hope 20 years from now some you know scholar is like listening and (laughs) chuckling at all of our podcasts (laughs) I don't know I just think that what we do is so cool so yeah I'm just so glad yeah I I like that there's like room there's so much room for everybody like you know I and we were kind of talking about before like there's room for um, a whole Amish category podcast if you want. <laughs> if and you want. Like, there's room <laughs> yes. for like very specific. I mean, what did Faded Mates started out as just Immortals After Dark by yeah. Presley Cole, like literally just fan podcasts for that because there's so many. I've been thinking about that in the last few weeks. So I was like, wow, I will never be able to come even close to reading all the romance novels there are. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> Felt a little bit overwhelmed. I had a bit of an existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, how do y'all pick the books that y'all? Y'all are reading for the podcast. So, like, originally it was just like books that we liked that I don't know, we just like popped near ahead. And then, like, we've been getting a lot of listener suggestions. Like, I think this entire month has been listener suggestions July and um, August. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them were like ones we were already going to do. Um, and like, I don't know. We're doing all the. We've been also we've been doing Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Just okay. <laughs> like multiple episodes. Also, we, we had- what? Yeah, multiple episodes for each one, which is like one of my favorite things on TikTok is the Twilight people. Like, there's just like in t- like Twilight talk. Um, there's this girl Corinne <laughs> who I love. Like, I just love the like. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if it's pseudo. The Twilight so Renaissance. Make at this point yeah. discourse on Twilight. That's like mm-hmm. all over. At least all over my TikTok, but. I love listening to people talk about Twilight. So do your thing. (laughs) I I feel like people (laughs) really get tired. Because I mean, when I first discovered BookTube, like people, I was like, oh man, people are talking about books on YouTube. And like the more that I kept watching the videos, I realized like, 
that series got a lot of those YouTubers into reading like Twilight and Harry Potter mm-hmm. were like gateway drugs mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. of all And I'm just like, y'all yeah. never really get tired of hearing people talk about these books. I guess one day I should actually read them, but I don't know. You ever read Harry Potter, the Harry Potter books either? I haven't. And I've bought those twice. Really? <laughs> oh, no. read them. But my kid, I do have the like illustrated hard covers. Oh, nice. My, he was in sixth grade last year and he just kept checking the same book out from the library because they're huge yeah so that was yeah. his christmas present so i'm like one of these days Aww. i'm gonna just sit down and read them because <laughs> they yeah. have pictures you know yeah so it'll be easier for me to read <laughs> yeah oh, the, oh that's so nice wow yeah the audiobooks are good too um but we like so there's the two British audiobook ones. readers yeah jim dale does the american books and stephen fry does the british stephen fry in our opinion is vastly superior so <laughs> you can like find yeah. that uh, yeah. <laughs> it may be yeah. controversial. I, I'm assuming most of your listeners are like American, so we may have like, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Oh, they said they're, they're um, the Australian. I feel like Stephen yeah. Fry is right, right, Australian. Yeah. 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 So we, we've so. got a lot of listeners in England too, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. They, they yeah. won't take We've been offense. randomly like making <laughs> yeah. it on the like Ugandan charts, Uganda and, and Philippines and the Philippines. Oh, hey, all right. Like <laughs> we have a small but very loyal audience in those That countries. is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I checked ours, I was like, man, we have listeners in South America. <laughs> yeah, what does it sound like to them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know because I feel yeah. like I talk too fast most of the time. And so I'm like, I don't know. I, I need to work on that if only for like people. It's like if their English is the first language, like – so I try to think about that, but it's been a lifelong struggle. <laughs> but I don't know. Hard, yeah. It's hard, especially yeah. because we listen to all our content at two times speed. So like two times or more. So it's like you get used to talking like that because that's yeah. how you're hearing everyone else <laughs> oh <my talk>. God. <laughs> Yeah, I think mine was always like, I just need to remember that like America isn't the center of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm always like, you know, trying to be cognizant of <laughs> potentially there is somebody that's listening that doesn't live in America, you know, and yeah. with uh, like the we have to remember like the books come out at different times all over the world. So like yeah. we were, you know, we would be talking about new releases and it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. book came out two months ago in Australia or something. So it's like. <laughs> It's had to change. It's changed a lot just because we try to be aware that like it's so different all over the place. So it's right, been, yeah, it's fun. For sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us for Hot July. So tell me, tell yes. us what your initial thoughts were when Aaron hit you up and was like, <laughs> "It's Hot July." <laughs> Well, I immediately, I was the one DMing with Aaron and I immediately was like, oh, I just like sex. Like, is that, is it just sexy books? Like, you know, because that's where mine, mine goes to. Cause I have the mind of a middle school boy. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh, so just really, really high heat books. And then you were like, well, like a lot of category isn't that. And I was like, oh, and then I listened to some of your other months, like the unconventionally May and like those episodes. And I was like, oh, so you can just totally like it's like it's like an English essay you can make anything (laughs) fit that you want to fit yeah that was exciting (laughs) yeah yeah and you suggested the book that I ended up reading for this um because you'd read it like a while back and Mm -hmm. I don't know should we like get into what we picked or okay so I read (laughs) after the billionaire's wedding vows um which as you might guess is about a billionaire and his wife after their wedding (laughs) vows (laughs) <laughs> Love it. And the entire thing, literally the entire thing from the very first page is just him groveling full stop like and you know we we don't love anything more than a hot man groveling we so love i thought grovel. that was pretty hot <laughs> um and also yeah also like the wife's ability to hold a grudge she's like you know i'm pretty hot too <laughs> is this a presents i'm i'm feeling that this is a presents it sounds like I a presents i don't know is I it think, elson i think so i don't know i'm not i'm not super on top of like the different hard yes, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the author to that one? Lucy oh. Monroe. Oh, oh Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Ooh, this juicy. was recommended to me. Like I saw someone on Twitter talking about that. Like if you want a grovel romance, this is it. <laughs> and I love nothing more than a grovel romance. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, sign me up. <laughs> it also takes place in Greece, which like isn't actually that hot, but everyone always talks about it like it's super hot and like weather wise. And I always like whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, like Greece is not even that like warm. But then I finally like looked up 
the months in Greece. And like it's it's warmer than I expected. Like the high in December is like 50s, which, you know, not looks better than here. My (laughs) first thought was like all the photos I see of Greece, it always looks so hot. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it is in the summer. Like we went everywhere is hot in the summer. But it was like it's like toasty. Like I was I was getting a little crispy. Yeah, I mean, you interpret this as you will. So, yeah. <laughs> so did you did you enjoy it? Okay, so it starts off with him groveling. Like, what is so, Lucy's books are so dramatic. So, just tell so us all they, the things. So they've been married for five years. They have a kid, and she's pregnant the entire time. Which Allison, you didn't remember, but I was like, wait, like I've never. It's, it's like I don't know. It's rare. I think like I haven't read many books like where one person's pregnant the entire time so that was like novel for me sort of um didn't really like affect the storyline at all it was just like a little fun fact thrown in um and basically (laughs) he's a Greek billionaire she's American and like middle class like totally normal and he's basically spent the entirety of their marriage like his mom and sister like hate her and they've been trying to break them up in the beginning and he spent the entire time being like you need to be nice to them like my dad just died before I met you um, and you find out halfway through that they only knew each other for four months before getting married um, and only in person for six weeks. And then he like went to China on a business trip and they were just emailing. So there's that. <laughs> um, so basically like she's like – they're just like casually talking with his brother and she's like, yeah, you know, your brother's such a good husband, like not like you. And he's like, Shh, what do you mean I'm not a good husband? And then he like, just spends the rest of the time like trying to, you know, be a good husband. So. <laughs> And throughout, like, the one thing in their marriage that's good is that, like, they're really good at sex. Like, that's, like, the only thing they have going for them. So, you got that element. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, there's that. (laughs) Nothing can bring together a relationship like a good orgasm, frankly. You know? If romance has taught me one thing. Yes. Yeah. Held together between the sheets. And, yeah, and what I – something I liked about it a lot was that, like, I feel like so t- so many times in a book when like one person is the one who's like really messed up, you'll still get this like moment where they're both apologizing to each other, even though, you know, obviously blame is usually never like 100%, but even if it's just like 5% one person, like 95% the other, like they'll still both be like, oh, it was me. Like, I'm sorry. Like, whatever. And like the heroine in this book just does not. She's like, no, like she's at one point she's like, I almost said sorry for this, but like it's not my fault at all. Like he needs to like figure his shit out. And, like we're we're good here. So yeah, I like love it. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. Yeah. As a bisexual woman, I consider the groveling and the grudge holding very hot. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. What did you read? What did you read? I read Consequences of Passion by Yara St. John, um, which is also has a pregnancy plot line. And I swear that wasn't on purpose. And I was also thinking like we did when we first had like reached out to you guys, it was for a category that we did in February that also has a pregnancy plot line. And I was like, I did not notice <laughs> this about myself and the categories that I was, I was reading, but they all seem to have some sort of pregnancy plot line. So it wasn't on purpose. I would like to disclaim that. But this is, um, it's basically, it's like little brother's best friend and like older brother. And so it's Roman Lockett, who's the heir to the Atlanta Cougars football team. And I know nothing about football. So I was like, cool sports. (laughs) Um, You're rich. And that's what I'm getting out of this. Um, And then uh, Chantel, I forget her last name. um, And uh, she's the little brother's best friend. And there's like a bachelor auction, which like is sexy. And they just immediately want to bang each other. Like from page one, Roman like looks at her and he's like, I'm taking her home tonight. And then she looks at him and she's like, what is this feeling in my like (laughs) nether regions? And then obviously their one night of passion, despite using condoms the whole time, you know, she gets pregnant. (laughs) Like, She's pregnant, like literally she tells him that she's pregnant. They haven't spoken in a month and a half. And he's like, marry me. And I was like, yes, we are moving (laughs) full steam ahead. And then it's basically just like leading up to their wedding of, you know, them being being a couple. And there's, you know, the classic overbearing businessman father and you of know course. mommy uh, issues this, this is all yes. desire yeah. Yeah. Desire yeah. Novel. Yeah. it's exactly <laughs> what you want and they're like you know jumping each other like bunnies 
every other page you know they have a conversation and then it's like and then he took her home and took her clothes off and I was like, that's what I like to see <laughs> I'm in support of this yes. yeah. yeah Gara's characters don't mess around they don't they don't dance around the issue at all they usually just get right to it yeah, yeah. I mean it's something I really appreciated I was like and I was like this is why I like category because like there is not room for the authors to like beat around the bush waste time like we are getting immediate they're they're falling in love and they're getting married and there's probably an accidental pregnancy like within a week (laughs) so is it safe to say that maybe accidental pregnancy is it becoming a fave a favorite trope i guess but specifically (laughs) in category because i don't think i like it anywhere else same but i also like in this one i liked that there was i mean it was a very very brief mention but she was like and i have thought about having an abortion but i'm not gonna have an abortion and i was like wow like yeah you never see that in romance so i really i appreciated it was acknowledged because that's part Mm -hmm. of my problem with accidental pregnancy sometimes is that especially in the modern day they're like oh no what will i do and i was like you you have options (laughs) it's so consider that like when you read one how much it takes you by surprise like I read um, a, a kiss a few months ago and the heroine in there had an abortion and it was like not something that the author just kind of mentioned and moved on. Like we really spent time with, I had this abortion and then there's another accidental pregnancy in the book and her friend's like, I got a clinic in my neighborhood and it, they're pretty discreet if you want to go. Like it was just so open, this book from 2014. Yeah. And I'm like, how is it 2022? And that's not something we see right? Like yeah. at all. I just thought yeah. it was like a no-go. So like reading it for the first time, I was like, oh shit, like people. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why aren't we doing this more? Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. That reminds me of that um, Beverly Jenkins. It was one of the Destiny books. Allison, do you remember oh, which one? Destiny Des- Surrender. Destiny um, Surrender. By Beverly and Jenkins. It's a historical. historical. So she's also like had, but it's historical. So like not modern abortion, obviously, but like she has had an abortion before and done like an herbal method. And she's like, it almost killed me. Like, I don't really want to do that again. So like, that's why she like keeps the accidental pregnancy that's like subject of the book mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it was yeah it was interesting which one yeah. is that in the series is it I think it's the first one no it was the, yeah. second, it was the second one okay it's the second okay. one because it's the middle brother it's yeah and then pilar it's is it pilar's pilar the pirate no pilar's the the pirate the queen pirate. Know, the third yeah, yeah, the yeah. last yes. one killed like Bonkers. wrecked me okay yes. I still, oh my gosh i still can't i'm like really that's what happened to him on that island miss bev like i was oh, not sh- expecting that book to wreck me as well. I I just refuse yeah. to even go back to it. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> so it was the a whole lot. series was, is good. Yeah. yeah, no. We I mean that was the Destiny Surrender was the second one we second episode we ever did. And yeah, it was like I was like I want I was like the hero, you know, he's great, but he is just a, a guy. But like Billy the yeah. Billy, heroine Billy. like yeah. this is who I would like I would like a whole series of like her, <laughs> her. in some sort of like <laughs> vigilante role like she's like sleeps with a pistol under her pillow I was like yeah, I love you <laughs> she's like teaching the other girls how to shoot and I was like yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right Aaron hot July what was your pick so my pick was Midnight Train from Georgia by Glenda Sanders. Ooh. So this was an, this was a temptation from September of 1996. So this is <laughs> okay, number throwback. Six, seven, wow. Yes, big throwback. And probably the hottest thing about this book was part of it was set in Georgia. So I, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, you know, fumbled on this one. But I tell you what, this book was so sweet. It was like Aww. almost shouldn't have been in Temptation. I feel like I feel like it ended up there because there were some funny moments in it. But this is obviously since it's a Temptation I own, it's part of the the Wrong Bed series. So the whole mm. beginning situation <laughs> is is two people end up having to share a bed when you know they did not plan to and so far in my reading of this one this is the first one that nothing happened in that first night when they shared a bed it was actually like really sweet like her grandmother was gonna die you know very soon you know and she's traveling to go be with her and there was a mix-up with the sleeper cars because they have the same name and you know they have a very similar first name we have eric and erica but he goes by sean by his middle name so of course ended up in the same sleeper car yeah 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 and and you know it was so sweet because you know she was getting emotional and he like held her and everything it was (laughs) 
was it was so sweet. Oh, <laughs> you love right. a good I'll swoon. Take it. It. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Oh, I'll yeah. take it. I like yeah. a good cuddle. <laughs> this was definitely a swoony book, but let me let me go through my my notes here on. on some, so it was a very <laughs> slow burn to get to the sex, and and when it got to it, finally, it was it was super swoony as well. So. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, we had our we had a single dad widower also, so there was that whole like mm-hmm. drama element to it too. Uh, let's see, and then um, oh, so this this plays into the uh, the sign of the time. So she's a teacher, and they're in separate states. But he decides to fly to Georgia on her birthday and surprise her at an elementary school. And so he's just this stranger, walks into the school, and the front lady is like, do you have a child here? He's like, no, I was hoping to see, you know, this this teacher. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, she's just, you know, back back there. Totally (laughs) would not happen. No, but, oh, my gosh, what I realized – so, okay, so I've been a babysitter up in the Northeast and in Tennessee, and I've been a DoorDasher in Tennessee. And what I've learned is that, like, I don't know about Georgia, but, like, Tennessee, the school's, like, when I was like pick them up after school like they would just have me like put like write their name on a piece of paper in my car and that was it meanwhile like in Pennsylvania you have to like show your ID like go through two different like checkpoints to like, yeah. pick up a kid I don't mm-hmm. uh, in DoorDash like I've dropped off at schools and they're just like yeah go ahead like go go right in <laughs> yeah. I was like shocked so like maybe it's not that far off I don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe it's not as dated as we think right <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's definitely. And we also have a thing on the, I mean, I'm sure it was very sweet in the book, but we have a thing like every time uh, it's usually the hero, like grand gestures, the heroine, like mm-hmm. at her place of work. We're just like, no, stop that. <laughs> don't grand gesture people where they can't leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> oh yeah and and speaking about that too talk about you know tough situations is there's a, a proposal you know at the end of this and he has his kids propose to, <laughs> to her for oh. him and, let's you know, maybe not before she yeah. answers she's like well i think i want to hear from your dad first so at least there was that <laughs> but it's just like put some pressure on her why don't you <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you gonna tell the? What are you gonna tell the eight year old? No. Yeah. <laughs> what <are> you, <laughs> no, I don't want to be your stepmom. <laughs> but surprisingly, we love some emotional blackmail with our romance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, the uh, the I guess the most cringeworthy thing from this being a book of its time was that there was a bit of like. So she gets. She, she ends up at, you know, getting arrested because she gets locked out of her house and is trying to get the spare key from the neighbors across the street. But, you know, they installed alarms since she's been there last and, you know, uh, they're not they're not there. And so she gets arrested and, uh, you know, she's in the processing and everything. And Sean, the love interest, is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so there wow. was a bit of there was a bit of uh, the men went aside and, and worked things out so that you know, so that uh, she could go home that night. So I was thankful that that was the worst of of the book of its timeness in it. So it's yeah. definitely read much worse than that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sometimes, and it, but it's such a it's such a a toss up with the '90s books. Sometimes you're yeah. like, wow, this is so progressive. This is so feminist. Like maybe you have a line or two here, but otherwise it's mm-hmm. great. And then some, you're like, oh, oh, this man needs to be put in jail. Yeah. 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 Heroin is unsufferable. Like, it's like, please put these people out of their misery. Yeah, the the 90s did not have like the 90s had maybe a handful of positive male role models in it. I feel like in pop culture. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I had Hey Arnold. Okay, (laughs) Arnold and Gerald. Hey, okay, okay, adult male. (laughs) And Doug, come on, Doug, you didn't get sweeter than Doug in Porter. It's true. It's true. Listen, listen. We had had Mr. Rogers too. Rachel and I were like PBS kids growing up, so like. Yeah. He was our he was our hero. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's Brendan Fraser, hero. you know. Yeah, yeah Brendan Fraser and the Brendan mummy, Fraser, yeah. also him. Oh, you know. <laughs> I literally spent a Saturday night a couple weeks ago watching, <laughs> reading Rainbow on Amazon Prime because I didn't watch it <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Reading, and I'm like, let reading. me see what all the fuss is about. And I was like, <laughs> episodes later, like, oh, this was really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I get it. I didn't know it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's dangerous great. information. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, right. like, when I equate, like, oh, I want a cozy night in, it's, like, something nostalgic. And I'm like, well, what mm-hmm. can I watch that I haven't watched before? And yeah. I was like, oh, man, they have, like, season one. So I was like, it's so weird to see how bad the TV looked that we were just so used to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, the yeah. graininess. Yes. Like the, uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But I was, I was like, <laughs> I just love that this whole show is about like storytelling like you don't see yeah. tv like that at the same time no. i feel like no no well okay my hot july pick i love that we have a temptation a presents a desire and i read a dare okay i was Ooh. like we're just gonna yeah. we're gonna go hot and i went with, <laughs> I went with wild wedding hookup by jamie K. Oh, Schmidt. i love that um love that title yeah i it was set in South Beach, and that that was okay, guys. That's initially why I picked it because I was like, South Beach is hot, right? And I kind of forgot, like, this is a dare, so there's going to be a lot of sex on the page. Um, but it okay. I like how you know, in category, get the characters on page together as soon as possible, and she mm-hmm. did that, but in a different way. So the heroine is Michalina, and she works for. It's, she's a concierge. Is that how you say it? She yeah. basically works for this company where like, I, I think of it as like Airbnbs. And mm-hmm. her dad went to jail for basically like scamming a lot of people out of money. And the house has now been turned over to her. And so she's like basically letting people stay there as an Airbnb. She's just like living in hotels and stuff. Mm. And um, her and the hero are actually, they've been communicating because he's in charge of his sister's fiance's bachelor party. Like a week of dude bro Mm. fun in South Beach. And he doesn't like the guy. (laughs) So he's like, maybe I'll use this week to get to know him. Maybe he isn't so bad. Or maybe I'll prove to my sister that he's a douchebag and she doesn't need to marry him. (laughs) but like this guy's totally he's totally (laughs) onto him like he's like disappear he disappears to cuba for a couple of days and like sends them on these like wild goose chicks like oh we heard they were at the casinos and so they're like communicating with each other before they even meet and like he's just like so kind of into like the first time they talk on the phone he's just like okay i'm really into her well fast forward to there's this night at the club. He sees this hot girl dancing, goes back to the room and finds out the next day that it is her. So they've actually already met before they were supposed to technically meet. And Classic. I love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I love yes. an accidental meeting. Um, yeah. And really, this is like it's their romance. I, I think that the um, I really liked the backstory, like his ex-wife. He didn't find out until after they were married that she had like a really bad gambling problem. So his thing is like, I really want to make sure I get to know the next woman that I want to spend my life with. Well, she doesn't let people automatically know who she is. She's like, my dad's this big, notorious scammer guy Mm -hmm. like people automatically judge me based off his decisions so she doesn't initially tell him like her last name or anything like that so of course so when he (laughs) finds out that like oh you've been lying to me it's like I wasn't lying to you I just I knew you would react like this and I wanted to wait until after the bachelor party to be like hey this is the family that I come from um and it was I don't know it was there was sex everywhere sex in limousines sex in (laughs) hotel rooms I mean (laughs) things are sliding into it just it was fantastic (laughs) and I feel like it's been a while since I've read like a super sexy read and I was like Mm -hmm. yeah I this is why I save these for those like weird reading moods that I get in because like I was just Mm -hmm. like oh now I want to read like five more things so yeah enjoyed it (laughs) it's really good awesome I love it I think we had a good hot July y'all yeah (laughs) very very hot I feel like we were all like surprised by how actually hot our books turned out to be except for you Aaron I'm sorry yes you you had a very sweet you had had the Georgia emotional intimacy is hot too yeah Yeah. it's it's my it's what I get the most from romance books so I was I was not disappointed yeah. <laughs> I just love that you're continuing on your journey through the wrong bed series. So <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just it's such a it's such a wonderful trope. Well, at least time. they like actually slept in the same bed. The worst is when like there is only one bed, but like, you know, someone sleeps on the floor, like they just somehow yeah, they, they, take they actually advantage. follow through with No, yeah. I'll just take the floor. <laughs> Do you not know how this works? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah, come on. 
<laughs> what is y'all's favorite trope? Like, do you have a favorite? It's so it's so hard. Or do you have one pick. that you're like, no, yeah. I will yeah. not. I'm not into this. Mm. Do you have a like a nope? I don't know. Off the top I don't of my head. No, like, I have a nope. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of like cheating, but also, but you is know, that a trope? Like, is that a trope? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's like a Sarah McLean book that also has cheating in it that I like. So, like, I'm a liar. You know, it's not 100. <laughs> percent It's on the author. Uh, yeah, I love. A, I like a good. Uh, I like micro micro tropes. So like when the hero thinks he needs to be hospitalized because he's feeling like emotions <laughs> for the first time, or like you know one of one of the things we talk about on our podcast a lot is like when characters have a wait, other people have emotions yeah. moment, yeah. and like oh I really enjoyed those micro tropes. <laughs> um, obviously, the like. You know, one person is injured and the other person goes, who did this to you? By yeah. Like holding their chin. You know, that's delicious. <laughs> I love yeah. when somebody gets sick in a romance. I love mm. when someone's sick and the other yeah, person's nice. taking care of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know why I love this so much, but I do. Nice I sick bed it. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Nice sick bed. And like the sick person is like, you know, and they're like high on painkillers and they're like professing their love and then oh, they don't yeah. remember Oh, I love it. that. <laughs> <It's the best>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me think of my favorite e- episode of Frasier when he like spills the beans that <laughs> Niall's been in love with the, the one girl that lives with them. I'm oh, like, no. Yes, finally. Yeah, the, this is she finds yeah. out. Daphne. <laughs> Daphne, yes, 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 yes. I watch yeah. like sprinklings of Frasier, but yeah, I don't know that I've seen that one. <laughs> oh, it's, so bad. it's so good. I'm like, finally, the secret is out, but it had to come out because he was high off of painkillers. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just need to get a little high yeah. in order to move the plot forward, <laughs> and that's boost. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like. I don't know if it's like my favorite trope. This just like came to mind. Well, this is. I guess this is something that like I like, but I don't know if like is generally liked. Like, I just love pining in close proximity. Like, I don't know. Mm. Just, like, you know that the hero is, like, sitting – Like, okay, so this might be controversial. I don't know if you guys agree with this. We liked the new Persuasion movie, um, even though it's it's not at all like the book, obviously. But, like, I just really liked it just because of the pining in close proximity. Like, I thought the actor, the hero was just, like, really good at that. Like, the entire time he was just, like – you know, you could just, like – it was, like, palpable. He's just, like, like in the know. background yeah. just yeah. staring and, like, yeah. pining. Yeah. yeah. Really great. I've actually been seeing a lot of people that are like, I loved it. I think the people that I follow that don't like it are like super classics readers and like, oh, they strayed too far from the book. And I'm just like, how many adaptations are there? Like, do they all have to be like exactly the same? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, totally. Just go with the vibes. Just like let it take you away, you know? Just, yeah. Was your guys' favorite tropes? Yeah, Yeah, the vibes were immaculate. (laughs) Um, oh my gosh. I think my favorite is Sibling's best friend. And I don't know why. Mm. I think it's because I'm the oldest (laughs) and I never had that experience. Right. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. 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 What's your Rachel, don't get any ideas about my best friend. No, no. I was just well, that just made me think of something I don't like a lot is when like the older, usually brother, is just like overprotective to the I don't know sometimes it works but sometimes I'm like just get I don't know like I can't even think of like an example yeah it's just like like, sir take a nap yeah right my faves are when like the whole family secretly is just like we know you've been in love with each other we've just been waiting but we were like minding our business Yeah. 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 When like the co-workers are like they're like, yeah, we've had when there's like a betting pool going on, yeah. like yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right. Just waiting on this right. to happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's yours, Erin? Because you're such a swooner. Like, what gets you? Uh, honestly, I think it's an enemies to lovers with a forced mm. proximity element in it. And honestly, yeah. if yeah, like you were saying, if everyone around them like knows what's up, but except for them, I love that too. Because you know, I have one of the characters just complaining about you know the the love interest and everything to some of their friends or whatever, and their friends are just like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, 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 right, yeah, like we've heard this, <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're right, always what, complaining. It's like, it, over it. yeah, <laughs> and it always gets to the point where like they have real complaints, and then they're like, and his hair is so perfect, it's so and his eyes are so blue. <laughs> I, Yes. And his mouth, his forearms when he rolled up his sleeves. <laughs> I love when it gets petty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, okay. that moment when the verbal argument just gets to that apex and then it gets and then it gets physical. And yeah, that's just 
the chef's kiss right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. The yeah. Physical Agreed. and the, the pleasurable way, not the, not the yeah. actual physical fighting <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like an enemy's lovers. It's like these people are actually trying to kill each other. Like they, oh, they're yeah. fully yeah. trying to, but, like, <laughs> they, ooh, but they also want to bang each other. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like yeah. So like a little knife play would, wouldn't go amiss sometimes. <laughs> okay okay so before we get off here tell us like what's been one of your favorite standout reads from this year the whole year oh my gosh you had an answer to this Rachel you've been like gushing to me about one well that's like of the past like two weeks but wait can I just like scroll through my goodreads really fast just to make sure I'm not (laughs) a a historical I read recently that I really liked it's called never fall for your fiance and I'm like personally offended that it only has a 3.5 on goodreads like I usually don't get too like upset about that but I don't know and maybe I just really liked it because the heroine is like this is so niche. I'm very tall. The heroine's like actually tall. I feel like so many times they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, she's like so tall and she's like 5'8". But like, yeah. no, they're making jokes about her like crushing the horse. Like she's like actually- <laughs> 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 But like still magically the hero is like described as being like a lot bigger than her even though like he's not described as being very tall. So it's like something's not mathing here, but like I'll take it. Right. Yeah. And she's also very like, I don't know, just like incompetent and like – Right, I don't know physical <laughs> things that I am. So I liked it, and I just thought it was just like a, it was such a like I don't know what the word is. It was just a goof and a gaff the entire ride. Like <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. Like it was a they're like you know pretending to be engaged to fool his mother, but then they also hire like this crazy actress to be her mother, and like she's just like you know causing wreaking havoc. And I, I just really enjoyed Classic. it. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to do like a we're personally offended <laughs> episode again as a crossover. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I read uh I really I read Wicked Beauty by Katie Robert, which is like it's mm-hmm. a Patroclus Achilles Helen Thruple, like in her Greek God series. And that was my first Thruple, and I was like, Oh, I could actually this could be dangerous for me as a <laughs> as a gateway book. Um, and then I also read a historical that I love was um, Kat Sebastian's The Queer Principles of Kit Webb. And then I just finished the sequel, which is The Perfect Crimes of Marion Hayes. And it's just fully like these chaotic queer people running heists in like, you know, 1700s England and just being absurd and like, you know, rescuing cats half the time. <laughs> you know, it's really lovely. Writes <laughs> those ones? Yeah. What? what? Writes those ones? Cat Sebastian. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Cat Sebastian. I think she's like, she's really Kat witty. Um, yeah. yeah. High on the cat scale. <laughs> well, tell everybody where they can find you all and keep up with you online. You go, Rachel. Allison. It's your oh. turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't very difficult. So on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and TikTok at We Read It One Night. On Twitter at We Read It Podcast because Twitter has a character limit for their <laughs> usernames. Yes. Uh, and you can email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you all. You'll have to come back. Yes. I'm sorry. The wheels have been turning like, ooh, Erin, <laughs> they should come back and talk about a blaze with us. Everybody yes. should read a blaze. The blaze. <laughs> okay. Fully, fully into it. Yeah. And we would love to have you guys on yeah, to like definitely. do a yeah. category. Yeah. Ooh, just let us know. We're so excited. Yes. Yeah. Just reach yes. out. <laughs> All right, listeners, well, we'll have the links to where you all can keep up with the wonderful ladies of We Read It One Night. We're so excited. Thank you for being here. They will come back. We're going to kicking and screaming, persuade them to come back. And Aaron and I will chat with you in our next episode. Have a lovely day. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having us.